I will go to I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turned over to these savages. I'm done. I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You, you pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen. I just hope you understand that. Now, welcome to the fucking show. Are you ready? No, I said, are you ready? It's Steel Cage Radio. Inside a Steel Cage. Steel Cage match, Raw is war. Two of us will walk in that cage. One of us will walk out. And the man that walks out will be the world heavyweight Woo! wrestling The whole show. Thank you for tuning in to the Steel Cage Radio Show. I'm your most infamous host. That motherfucking goddamn... Degenerate fucking John. Ah, I kind of censored it a little bit. Not a whole lot. Still the same. Uh, just got to get rid of the, the C word. It's just so inappropriate. There you go. Yeah, besides, I'll, and I'll probably get harassed like, oh, what are you, some kind of snowflake? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like in, in a feisty mood. Uh, no, don't worry. I'm not going to shoot. I'm not going to do any, uh, I'm not going to. Uh, burn bridges is just. I'm You're getting, still gentle, John. No, it's just like I'm getting agitated a little bit, but uh, I just been seeing some stupid ass memes out in the internet, uh, in the interwebs that are just so fucking annoying. So we are back. Uh, we've been away for about two weeks. We apologize. You know, so it just shit happens. We've been busy. You've been rollerblading or whatever. What the fuck Roll, are you doing? Roller derby. Roller derby. Uh huh. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. That's what everybody keeps saying. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm worried oh about you. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> yep, I'm all geared up and ready to go. Uh, I've been to two practices so far. Okay, so roller derby. Okay, so why? I literally don't know anything about how it works. You don't even know how the fucking sport nope. even works? Nope. Just that there's a lot of like. Crashing into each other and it's sort of like wrestling. It's sort of like wheels on wheels, yeah, where you're going around the track and you have to know how to skate forwards and backwards and side to side. I don't even know. It's it's intense though. We have three hour workouts in a ninety degree or in a ninety degree rink. So I mean I come home absolutely dripping wet from sweat and um, it's the best workout I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> it's fun. And, and, and the women are, are fun. Well, I shouldn't say all women. It's not all women. It's there's, but typically it's right now. Yes. On, on the team that I am on, there are right. some juniors also. So there's right now I've, I've not met everybody. There's a couple of high school girls who I have met and there's one gentleman. I'm absolutely fascinated by this. But one go gentleman. Ahead. And then, and then our, our coach who is also, um, a, a guy. Okay, so, so now what is the, the deal? Are you guys working on eventually becoming part of the league? Or I guess so. I, I know the Hemet. Um, what the hell are they it's, called? We are called the Hemet Tilted Halos. Mm. <laughs> it's funny because I know the the one coacher um, Kelly from work. It's kind of funny that 
Uh, you ended up with some uh, one of my colleagues mm-hmm. from work, so that's, yeah, that's so pretty there's, badass. There's a bunch of local, uh, you know, around the area, like Temecula has a team, the Wine Town something. I don't know what they're called. I know there's but... the Inland, Inland or IE Derby Girls or something like that. Yeah, there's a whole, it's a whole thing. I didn't I even know this didn't really existed. know about that. I mean, I know, I remember Roller Derby from back the in Thunderbirds, right? Yeah, well yeah, and then also um just it was on when when I first started watching wrestling, it was on and so I remember thinking, well, the two are kind of the same. Wrestling's for guys and and roller derby's for girls. This was back in the <laughs> 80s, you know, when when there weren't really that many women wrestlers. Oh, excuse me. Oh, you're so gross. Estrella Jalisco, good beer by the way. Anyway, sorry. Sponsored by, right? Sponsored by. Estrella, how do you score? This beer spot or this burp sponsored by. (laughs) Anyway, so, so yeah, so it's kind of like wrestling on wheels. I don't even know much about it because I'm, you know, kind of swimming in the kiddie pool right now. Yeah, you are. You're still kind of learning. Really kind of learning. Like, I know how to skate. um, And and I can skate, but it's just, you know, learning the lingo um, and also just, getting like i haven't skated in in a couple of years and yeah so i don't know it's fun it's a good workout I, if if i just am a bench warmer i'm totally fine with that like i you know my goal isn't so much to be like out there doing combat <laughs> my because so seriously like last week we trained with um a couple people from or three people from Temecula who came down to show us how to take the skates apart and clean them yeah, and yeah. put them back together and then they trained us and we were in the like low medium and advanced group i of course was in the low group we were just practicing skating backwards which i cannot do you'll get there i suppose and then there was the medium group the the middle group who was practicing um Kind of this this move where you have to like stretch your your one leg out so you can make like a wide turn, and then the advanced group was working on the actual you know scrimmaging, and all I heard was just like knee pads and elbow pads clacking together and helmets clacking together, and so yeah, I mean I was so busy watching my own feet I didn't see what was going on, but um, yeah no, and and That's the girl rad. who was training um, who was working with me and and one of the other girls. Um, in skating backwards, she said she practices ten to twelve hours a week. Holy shit! To get ready, and she's been doing it only since January, but she's really good. So I don't know. I mean, it gives me hope. If if I had that much time, I could probably get to be really good. But um, I, of course, do not have twelve hours a week to devote to roller derby. Um, so I will get better in in inches. But um, well, I don't know. So uh, whatever. Right now, I've I've gone to two practices. I've got all my gear. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. So <coughs> so we'll see. Well, there yeah. you go. Well, you've already kind of committed because uh, we just yes. uh, a couple of days ago we uh, went to Empire Skate. So here, I'll go ahead and give a plug to Amy. I believe she was she's so nice. And she's the owner of Empire Skates at 226 North 2nd Street in Upland, California. Phone number there is 909-294-6396. Uh, so extremely helpful. like yep. Super knowledgeable and not pushy. Like she didn't try to no. push me to buy the most expensive brand of skates or anything like that. Just really informative and patient. Answered all our questions. Yeah, it was great. Well, she's also great. involved with the, the whole roller. Yeah, uh, in some way. I don't know exactly. Exactly how, but I, yeah, I wanted to say that she was probably part of the another team in that mm-hmm. area, so she's uh involved with this. So, 
Because she obviously knew your um, your uh, one. She, she knew, yeah, the Kelly. people on the team and the and the coach, I think, too. Mojo is his okay, name. Okay, got it, Mojo. Well, you <laughs> got your gear. So I don't you know better if anybody, I don't know if anybody's girl. name is a real name or I know I need to get out, but it's been a hundred degrees out here every day, <clears throat> so it's too hot to get out during the day to, you know, to got practice. It. So I don't know. So we'll see. I have not gotten out to practice. So you got your your uh, pretty much your protective gear, right? I have you all see? my gear. Yeah. So you got your elbow pads, knee pads. Okay, so you got your wrist knee, guards. Wrist guards. You got your helmet. Your little roller uh, skates, right? The, what, yeah, because it's a specialty, my, right? It's not. Yeah, just they're regular, It's not just the regular. Skates. I didn't even know that. I, I figured just any kind of skate, but nope. apparently it has to be the smaller boot. Is yeah, for, like the little boot, and and it's kind of like the Roderick Strong boot if, for those that watch wrestling. Different trucks. Too, which is that what I, the, know I know that's the lingo. See, I'm starting to learn the lingo, the wheels and the whole like apparatus that holds the wheels. So different, whole different thing that you can take apart and replace the parts. And then wheels that have different, like they're they're on a number scale, right? So I learned that <coughs> at this little skate clinic. The no, the wheels are on a number scale. The higher the number, okay, the harder the wheel i think at uh, yeah yeah i remember hearing her a little bit yeah because like this the little boot skates i have um she said we're probably like a 70 and those are very soft and a, with a lot of wiggle um and then the higher up you go um the harder the wheel and then some are grippier than the others some wheels are grippier some some wheels are slippery more slippery and so it's like a, there's a whole thing got it yeah so it's kind of interesting but it's been fun honestly i'm probably way too old to do this but it's been i've really enjoyed it and honestly um i was kind of going the very first time to see if i could like actually hang and hang make in there. it and i did and so i feel really good that i hung in there with teenagers and women who are at, at least 10 years younger than me so oh there you go i did it Wow. Well, okay. Well, let's see. I, I, I found it. a so video. We'll, I want to we'll see, see Roller Derby 101. I'm sorry. I know this is a pro wrestling show, but hey, it's pretty close. Why the <laughs> fuck not? But uh, uh, they do have a website. It's EmpireSkatesShop.com. Uh, so they, you know, specialize in all sorts of stuff uh, related to roller derby. And also they have a good, pretty decent selection of skateboards. It, it did bring back memories when I used to skate a long time. A skateboarder way, 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 way back in the day. Check their stuff out. Uh, very knowledgeable uh, people Absolutely. there. So uh, I'm just, like I said, I have no idea how this oh, works. There's, oh, see, Roller Derby 101 crossovers. That's what I was practicing okay, so, too. Uh, let's see how well this translates. Let's see here. We'll, we'll I think see. that's like the different. Okay. How to play. Roller Derby is played in increments called jams. Each jam lasts up to two minutes. Both teams field up to five skaters at the start of the jam. Four of these skaters are called blockers, and one is called the jammer. Okay. The jammer wears a helmet cover with a star on it and scores points for the team. The blockers are playing both offense and defense at the same time, and together, Damn. they make up what is called the pack. The two jammers start each jam behind the pack and must get through all of these skaters for an initial pass before they can so begin to score So it's sort of like football points. on skates. It's when the initial like pass is complete, a jammer can score one point for every opponent they pass with their hips. The first jammer out of the pack legally is declared lead jammer, which means they can end the jam any time they want before the two minutes are up. Sounds easy, right? Huh. Okay, it's flat track derby. That's what we're doing. Flat track. Okay, 
Yeah, because it's not like the traditional. So one. scroll back over to like scroll down to the one video where it said crossovers. That's what I was working on. That's All what right, I need to practice. Here. So All right, let's see. right there, Derby 101 crossover. So it's crossing one foot over the other when you're because to skate in a circle. See how she's crossing her foot over. All right, let's see. I'll be posting these videos online so you can see. see? crossovers. I'm not in a really good place to do crossovers. No, she's on the street. But I'm going to do a whole set. I'm going to skate back there. Do a whole set of crossovers and then I'm going to take you closer and show you the footwork. See how she crosses one foot over the other? Oh, I see it. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm, I'm learning how to do that. Uh, okay, so what is the why is that? What's the purpose of so the crossover? So the purpose the crossover is it. You're supposed to when you come into the the turn, you cross over okay. with your feet to to like get you going, and then in the straightaways you're not supposed to be skating because it, oh. it uses up a lot of energy. Okay. And so in the cross in the in the turns you're supposed to do these crossovers, and then you you just kind of coast the straights, and then you cross over and then coast the straight. So. At least that's kind of how I'm understanding how it works. Uh, but the crossover is so that you can, because um, when you look at the track, okay. the track is like this in oval shape, but you want to like kind of cut it down so you're not skating as as he heavy or hard. So so crossing over allows you to kind of cut the circle down a little bit so you're not skating way out here. Got you're kind of skating more, and then you coast through these the straight away part, and then you cross over because then you you come close in. And uh. then you, so it's like a whole thing. I haven't learned how to do them quite yet because okay. the whole idea is don't look at your feet look where you want to go and so oh. you're not supposed to watch your feet when you're doing the crossovers you're supposed to watch the other side of the track which is where you want to end up Holy so shit. yeah so I'm, I'm just learning and then skating backwards is just really challenging for me um and so i'm learning just learning how to do all of this stuff wow. some of the like most of the other people on the team um are are already way beyond that. So, but anyway, it's fun. It's okay. really fun. I'm learning a lot and it's keeping me in shape. And um, yeah, I mean, I come home like completely drenched and exhausted and I've noticed that my legs are getting stronger. I can oh, actually, boss. I can say, well, no, you know, in my ankles, the ankle work, there's a lot of ankle work in there. You, you would think it was a lot. I mean, it's a lot of thigh work too. Don't get me wrong. Cause you're supposed to skate in a squat position. Two, you have to keep your knees bent. That's that's derby stance. Got it. And I am still learning how to not just like I'm out for a Sunday skate. I have to get down like I'm racing almost. Got it. So anyway, but it's fun. All right. Very yeah, cool. It's fun. Wow. So I'm all geared up and ready all to go. All girl power. Kind of. We'll nice. see. Yeah. Well, we'll sounds, I, I can't wait it's, to start it's checking fun. it out. Yeah, it's, it's fun. So, you know, you're welcome to come and watch me and practice if you can stand sitting in that 90 degree rink for three hours. Huh. Uh, well, actually, I probably could this coming Monday. Are yeah. you going this Monday? Yeah. We don't oh, have yeah, because I got all my new gear. There you go. So maybe so, this Monday. Yeah, report on to. it. Take some <laughs> photos. That would be funny with my camera. Yeah, because they've been taking pictures. Um, right Kelly's on. has been taking pictures and posting pictures. And nice. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm still learning. So, you know, I'm like the bottom of the totem pole. I don't even have a derby name. Well, you guys got to now yet. become a team because now I, I kind of see myself now maybe uh, venturing to the world of roller derby. The Temecula people are way beyond what we're doing. Oh, I'm sure they are. Well, they've been around for they've a little longer. For a little so, while, yeah. I mean, I guess this team just barely got started from what I, what, it's been, what, about a year or so that they've been running? Do you know? Temecula? No, the one that you're in. 
Oh, I have no idea. Huh. I don't know because it, it doesn't, it's not very, like, they're not as, definitely not as advanced as the people in Temecula. So I have no idea. I'll have to ask. I don't know. Be interesting to find that out. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of uh, female power, uh, there was actually this week uh, the May Young Classic. Yes. Day of, uh, and I'm looking at the names. There's someone there from Fontana. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah. We'll go over the list. There was the May Young Classic. And a big fuck you to those that are posting spoilers, because technically what happened is when they were announcing who were on this, they were taping uh, the tournament, mm-hmm. and they're going to re- release They're going to play it at the end of August, right? So or, or those assholes, or... there's a lot of people that are kind of spoiling it for us. You know, it's like, yes, we well, understand. I haven't even looked at oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, just right now, I was looking for something on YouTube, and sure enough, spoilers, spoilers, and for the first couple of months, it's like, just shut the fuck up. Oh, jeez. So anyway, this is a, an extensive list. A lot of these people I actually know and just recently worked at, with at uh, Bar Wrestling. Okay, Me. so we so we got Shayna uh, Blazer from Sioux Falls, uh, Blazer, South Dakota. that says Baszler. Uh, Baszler, sorry, my bad. I, I know I'm not that drunk yet. Okay. Uh, so... Badass uh, MMA. I just I spoke. I spoke. I spoke. Oh Jesus! You can't even spit this out. How much have you had to drink? I haven't had a whole lot. <laughs> but anyway, uh, she is one of the four horsemen or four horse women from the MMA. Oh, so and she is making the jump into pro wrestling. Cool. Um, she's been at the last two uh, bar wrestling events. Um, and she's wrestled in Southern California, I believe, for AWS and whatnot. And um, like I said, uh, phenomenal wrestler, Marty Bell. Uh, she's uh, from New York, representing the Dominican Republic. The reason you might know that name, Marty Bell, think TNA. What's left of TNA <sighs> as of late? I think it's now Global Force. I think we're going to be talking about yeah. that eventually. Uh, Kiari uh, Sane, is that correct? I guess so. Yamaguchi, uh, Japan. Uh, she is like the she is like the the rising star in Japan. Um, mm. Apparently, she is. Badass. Think of like uh, as not as eccentric as Nakamura, but she she comes out with some crazy hmm. pirate fluffy hat oh thing. But she's known for her her um, elbow drops from the okay. very top. Oh so. wow! Uh, Mercedes Martinez. Not certain who that is. And, uh, Nicole Savoy from Sacramento. She's definitely wrestled here in Southern California. Uh, last that I remember, AWS, Tony Storm from Australia, Mia Yim from Fontana, California. That's about representing South Korea. How funny. She's from Fontana. Yeah, she's so from, uh, apparently she's mixed. She's uh, both Koreans and black. So. Oh, okay. And uh, I wanted to say, she might have went to fall Fontana High, maybe? I don't know. Seriously? I, I'll have to look that oh, up. Oh, God, that's cool. I'll uh, have to, yeah, seriously. And also part of TNA. Uh, she's wrestled for TNA also. Okay. Um, and all the other uh, promotions like Shine and what's the other female uh, organization, I, which I can't remember. And, of course, Candice LeRae from Yay, Riverside, California, hometown. representing EWF. Nice. Uh, Sage Beckett from Tampa, Florida. Princesa Hujet uh, from Monterrey, Mexico. And yes, uh, Bianca Blair from. Okay, Bianca. Why does that sound familiar? I believe she's one of Bel-Air, the Bel Air, not Bel Air. Sorry. Um, I want to say she's married to one of the guys from that, uh, like uh, Road Warriorish barbarian uh, tag team from ROH. Oh, okay. Uh, Tessa Blanchard. Yes, you heard the word yeah, correct. Blanchard. Blanchard. That's going to be Tully Blanchard's daughter. Okay. Serena Deb. Deeb. Do you remember that name? 
Oh, is that? Yeah, I do. Why do I know that name? Why do you know that? Shaved head. Yes. CM Punk. Yes. Okay. Serena. Yeah. Serena. She's back. Okay. Vanessa Bourne. Uh, Ty Naira Koti from uh, Conti. Conti. God damn, you cannot read tonight. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking annoying. Anyway. anyway, so I'm doing my best, girl, or you can read them for us. Well, I didn't want to go through all of them. Are we reading every single one? Yeah, okay. I all was right. going to. I was Tainara Conti from Rio. There you go. Kavita Devi from India. Oh, neat. Okay, Lacey Evans. That name sounds familiar, too. Lacey Evans, Paris Island, South Carolina. Rachel Evers, St. Paul, Minnesota. Jazzy Gabert from Berlin. Interesting. Santana Garrett from Occult. Is it Ocala, Florida? Reina Gonzalez from Texas. Dakota Kai from New Zealand. Abby Laith from Seattle. Shi Lee from China. Sarah Logan from Louisville, Kentucky. Scroll. Oh, maybe it's Logan that was married. There, okay. okay, maybe. Renee Michelle. Is that Michelle? I can't see the Yeah, Michelle and uh, from Washington, AWS, AWS Piper, person too, by the way. Piper Niven from Scotland. Kayla Ray. Kaylee Ray, Kaylee Ray, must be Kaylee Ray, from uh, Glasgow, Scotland, Aisha Raymond from London, Rhea Ripley from Australia, Miranda Salinas from Houston, and Zeta representing China. From the way, uh, yeah, from Richmond, Virginia, so... Uh, but anyway, it has started uh, just like, I guess they started taping this just like a couple, two days ago, perhaps. Okay. And At the like, end of August, it looks like it's yeah, going to be available. Available. Uh, so uh, I'm actually very uh, interested in this and see how that this yeah, goes. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, so... Kudos I feel like women's the, wrestling is really kind of in its in its heyday right now, you know, in it, a way that it never has been. Like I said, back when I first started watching wrestling, there were very few women who wrestled, you know. I mean, it was like you could name them all on just about one hand, right? There was Fabulous Moolah, and there was Mae Young, and there was Lelani Kai and Wendy Richter. And that's, like, who else, right? Cindy Lauper was involved, but she wasn't a wrestler. No, but, she I mean, was she not. Was like, that, really, there were not a lot of women wrestlers. Um Women were kind of relegated to valets, like, what was her name? The one who always carried that Gucci bag. Oh. Baby doll. Baby right? doll, Baby doll yes. with, with uh, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, they, and they were relegated to valets and being sexy and this kind of thing. And, yeah, so. Nice. Yeah, so it's good. All right, so uh, only development that I, that I did see that was very interesting is uh, Ronda Rousey and the Four Horsewomen. Uh, I guess they were taunting uh, the other four uh, horse uh, four uh, horse women, uh, comprising of Charlotte Bailey, uh, Becky Lynch, and was there somebody else? And Sasha Banks, apparently. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that there was a, a video out there. It's not very good. It's being. Uh, it's a fan video. It's right? a fan video with the shitty. And seriously, people, if you're gonna fucking videotape, do it in, la- in landscape mode. Enough with these videos that you know we ha- these cameras. On these phones are pretty advanced nowadays, uh-huh. and in no, nothing drives me crazy. I, I, you know, I, I've asked, I've said this somewhere, and uh, our daughter mentioned, "Well, it's just easier to hold dead." Well, fuck you. <laughs> it looks like shit. I don't know why people. <laughs> I don't give a shit if it looks if it's easier to hold. The video looks like shit. That's so, but anyway, I was gonna play the clip, but it's pretty much unusable. You can't really see it. It's, you can see it, but uh, you can't. There's no audio to redeem from that video. So. But anyway, uh, since we're uh, still on uh, discussing women wrestling, 
Let's talk about Glow. That yeah, got released a couple weeks. Glow. We've only got up to what? Ep- We've two only episodes. watched two episodes, so we're going to have to watch we're slacking because there's people that have actually finished this. I know. We need to watch all of it. Yes. All right. So uh, it stars uh, what's a my well, All right. You want me to kind of go? Yeah. So it was created by Liz Flayhive, I think is how you pronounce it, from Homeland, and Carly Mensch, who did um, Orange is the New Black, uh, stars Allison Brie. She plays the main character named Ruth who is described as a down-on-her-luck actress who has $87 in her bank account and can't land a role to save her life. Um, she finds out about um, these un- um, an unconventional uh, gig, and she takes it. Um, Allison Brie, of course, your bae. Um, she played Annie Edison on Community. Correct. And uh, for those of you who watched Mad Men, she was Pete Campbell's wife, Trudy. Uh, other characters in season one, episode one, include um, the co-star, really. Her name is Betty Gilpin from Nurse Jackie. If you ever watched that, she plays uh, Brie's best friend and then becomes kind of her frenemy, name of Debbie. Uh, Rich Summer is um, Bree, uh, Allison Bree's co-star from Mad Men. He played Harry Crane, the the video audio video guy with the glasses. Um, he plays Ruth's um, best friend's husband, so Debbie's husband. Mark Marin plays Sam Sylvia, the director of the Glow Show. Yes, and, Mark Marin from the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, all of episode one was spent with the girls auditioning for Glow and then kind of beginning training. Um, in the first uh, first episode, season one, episode one, John Morrison um, makes an appearance. He plays a wrestler named Salty the Sack Johnson, who is the <laughs> trainer of the female wrestlers. Awesome Kong. She has a regular role on there. Her, um, her real name is Kia Stevens, and she plays um, a character by the name of, I think it's Tammy. T-A-M-E-E. And then um, there were a bunch of really cool nods to wrestlers uh, and wrestling. The gym where they train is Chavo's gym for Chavo Guerrero, who trained them. And and then here's just a little fun fact. Mondo Guerrero trained the original Glow Wrestlers. And so um, Chavo trained these ladies. And Allison Brie did um, like 90% of her own stunts. She actually learned to wrestle for the... um, for the, the show. Um, two scenes Alice and Brie is watching include a scene of Hulk Hogan from the old WWF and Ric Flair from the NWA, which is kind of fun to see. And then um, the hot pink neon font that's used for the 2017 show is the same as the one from the, um, the original, which was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah, and then um, there were some really fun 80s references that I, I made note of. Uh, the music is all 80s music, which was was cool. Um, one of the characters was using Aquanet hairspray, you know, the aerosol spray. Uh-huh. Um, there's a jazzercise scene with the crazy 80s leotards and leg warmers and all of that. Everybody's got big 80s hair and mom jeans. Um, in the one scene where um, Ruth is driving to this unconventional audition, she's using a Thomas guide. Um, in her car, and then um, uh, some. One of the girls has like that Madonna kind of look with yeah, the, yeah. You know, lace and everything. So, um, just a couple of things to note. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Bechtel test. Um, Bechtel. The test. Bechtel test is um, it's 
a test that's put to a works of fiction, including film, where um, you look to see if there are two women who talk about something other than a man. And um, if you want to add to it, do the women actually have names? No, okay. <laughs> because so much, uh, so many women in, in film either don't have names or just spend their time talking to each other about men. And yes, I am happy to report that Glow passes the Bechdel test. Um, Debbie and Ruth talk about bills and they talk about jobs and they talk about, you know, kids and work and all of this, which yeah. is really nice to see like women having real conversations, not just two women sitting around talking about a man. So, um, yes. So glow passes the Bechdel test. And I think you'd kind of expect that from, um, a series that is really female centric with, with female directors and, and a, a predominantly female cast and, um, yeah, so pretty cool. And then, um, if, if I could keep going, keep going. um, Sunday, July 9th, the LA times had a little blurb about glow and, but, but kind of about wrestling in general. And okay. so it's, it's actually kind of interesting. It's, um, it, it talks about the series glow, but it also says that, um, you know, uh, wrestling is having a kind of a moment in the sun right now with, um, uh, well, I, I hate to mention this, but that Trump meme uh, brought that to kind of the the more, you know, out into the light. But also because of this series, Glow, because it's getting a lot of really rave reviews and it's really well done. Um, that wrestling is, is having this, you know, kind of moment here. And um, they mentioned that LaVar, Lonzo, and LaMelo, the Ball family, right? Those what were they, basketball players or whatever, who came on and one dropped the N-word? Oh, God, right? yes. Them, how they were on, um, Netflix's Glow being out there. Um, yeah, so it's it's as fake as the news people love to hate is what um, the L.A. Times says. Um Fans and skeptics agree that pro wrestling is phony, but in a world where crowd size matters and tweeting is so kofefe, it doesn't make sense <laughs> that the pastime America can't stop talking about is the one that's completely made up. So that, that was kind of neat. It was like a fun little article in the LA Times about Glow specifically, but also the larger you know pro wrestling world. Um, so it's kind of nice to see wrestling getting a positive, <laughs> positive comment in in a mainstream you know paper. So yeah, it was oh. fun. I love I like Glow. We got to get back to it. Um, I know we've only watched the first two episodes, so yeah. True indeed. Yeah. True indeed. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. I guess we are talking about uh, money in the bank a little bit. Uh, I know it's late. I, I apologize. Like I said, it's been uh, two weeks uh, since we last did uh, the last podcast uh, with. Uh, our friend Justin Borden, and um, it seems like we're getting more. Uh, yeah, not only that, you just recently also got a chance to talk to you. Uh, I was just thinking about it. Oh, gosh, yes. I actually talked to Justin Roberts on the phone. <laughs> I called his house. <laughs> should have asked him what, what he thought when uh, Brian Danielson was choking him with his own uh, uh Tie when I oh, forgot about that, but anyway, yeah. you, you got a chance to talk I to. I did because I work with. Did I have I mentioned that on on the show? Here I don't before? think you have. Okay, so I work with a guy who is uh, an, an older gentleman who is, I guess, basically Justin Roberts' like great uncle. Got it. And um, <laughs> and so you know he knows that I am a wrestling fan, and um. I told him I was going to buy the book. I have actually purchased Justin Roberts' book, and um, we'll be reading it when we go on vacation. That's going to be my my uh, you know mindless reading, my you know fun reading for being on vacation, like when I get up in the morning and all of that. So um, anyway, but uh, 
the uh, this uh, professor that I work with, I told him I was a wrestling fan and he says, well, I'm going to help you get in contact with him and you can ask him about the book. And I did. He gave, I actually have Justin Roberts' home phone number in my desk drawer at work. There you go. <laughs> and I, I got to talk to him for a couple of minutes. Super nice, honestly. Like I just said, hey, Justin, my name is so-and-so and I know your uncle and <laughs> he's, he gave me your number. He's here in my office with me. And I just wanted to, you know, say like, I'm going to buy your book and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So yeah. And, and so there was this thing, he told me to like go on his website and, and follow him on, on Facebook or whatever, or go to Facebook and follow him on Facebook. So I did and saw the notification about the book, you know, so I bought the book. It it didn't, there wasn't a, he told me there was going to be a way for me to ask for an autograph when I ordered the book and there wasn't. So, um, his uncle with whom I work said that, um, if I wanted to, he would get in contact with him and get, um, an, autograph. And get an autograph. Yeah. Like ship the book to him and have him autograph it for me and, and come back. I like, that's fine. I, I would love to have that. I don't want to put anybody out, but, um, anyway, so yeah, I got to talk to Justin Roberts on the phone for look like five you. minutes. I know. Look at Roller me. Roller Derby and fucking Justin I, Roberts. I got Justin Roberts home phone in my desk drawer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so awesome <laughs> so like i said i do apologize it was a, a little bit of a delay like i said uh you know been, been ridiculously busy uh those that know i am a teacher and also how to get ready for bar wrestling number two which we'll talk later in a different segment uh an amazing show all right let's take a break and uh let's talk money in the bank even though it's a couple weeks late so there you go We'll be, we'll be right back. Hey, unemployed wrestling fans. This is Degenerate Honor Knight from the award-winning Soiled Restroom Cinema Podcast. We don't know wrestling, but we do know crappy films. Each week on SRC, myself and co-cinematic flushers D.D. Congorilla and D.D. Natalie Grace scour the bowels of Netflix, Vudu, and Amazon Instant Video to bring you the absolute worst in streaming movies that Hollywood has to offer. So when you tap out of the action here on Steel Cage Radio, head on over to SignalsOfFury.com. We're here to flush it. So you don't have to see it. back and we're talking yes i know money in the bag it already happened like a long time ago but um all right you want me to just kind of go through the the, what the matches were and who won and what we yeah we'll keep it nice and brief because like i said we already know what happened but but mostly i wanted to talk about the the aftermath so oh god yeah okay so well match number one was the hype bros versus the colognes um hype bros won you got your prediction correct 
Um, match number two was the women's money in the bank ladder match, which everybody knows was a complete clusterfuck. Um, the Usos versus um, a New Day with the Usos winning via countout, which was also a big clusterfuck. Um, Naomi versus Lana with Naomi winning, which was also a big clusterfuck. <laughs> Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton with Jinder Mahal winning. My favorite wrestler ever right now. Um, Rizongo versus The Ascension, which was like a throw-in match. Okay. Um, and then the Money in the Bank ladder match with Baron Corbin winning, which seems to me like a really, I don't know. I, I Baron Corbin isn't ready for this yet. So No, I don't think so either. Anyway, so so that was the Money in the Bank. And it was just a mess. Honestly, The those... Ugh, what they did with the women's match just sucked. Thought women, you know, women are kind of having this this heyday in their wrestling right now, and then they have to go and ruin it by letting James Ellsworth win. Yeah, no, that was uh, very stunning and um, like, but yet again, like it, it was so dumb how they m- made him. Uh, it had know, to be it, a man, yeah, yeah, and then and it then the really resolution that they had what didn't even help either because no, because then they just redid the whole match and the same person won. Yeah, so it's just like same with the Lana Naomi match. That was dumb too, where it just they redid the whole thing. I I'm noticing that they do this when they have a pay per view. They redo the whole thing over again on whatever the the show is, either Raw or SmackDown, the next time it's on. And they just basically redo the whole thing. Wow. It's weird. I don't know why they do it. It's like, well, in case you didn't get the pay-per-view, here we're (laughs) going to show it to you pretty much again. There you go. I don't understand that. I mean, it used to be kind of like you waited for the the show right after a pay-per-view because you knew something big was going to happen. And now it's just sort of like, we're just going to see what we saw yesterday, today, or what we saw two (laughs) days ago today. Yeah, it's weird. I don't even know. So, yeah, it was a real mess, the Money in the Bank thing. The tweets were hilarious, though. Yeah, and then um, I know people were complaining. uh, I know me in in particular because I I brought this up, and someone is like, why are you complaining about that? I don't remember who uh, mentioned that. Like, seriously, you really hated that match? It's like, no, it was a great solid match. It was, oh, it was uh, the Usos versus uh, oh, yeah. the New Day. And it was a great solid match. It was the ending. Same with the, the Money in the Bank ladder match with the women. That was a good solid match until the fucking ending. Yep. Yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. you know, some of these fucking WWE marks are just too much. So, like, it drives me nuts. Like, and like I know you're, you're one of these indie elitists and blah, blah, blah. But it's seriously... That would, could have been a great that could have match. Been a great, and both then, of them. Why not let the? I mean, I could even see letting James Ellsworth help her. Because it was my idea. God damn it! Right, it was Vince. You can see that smells like Vince a mile, coming from <laughs> a mile away. McMahon. Reeks of Vince McMahon for sure. Reeks of old God man. God damn yeah. it! Fuck you, Hunter. Yeah, we're doing it my Ellsworth way. Ellsworth is winning. Yeah, yeah, for real. Although I hear that um, Ellsworth and Daniel Bryan are. BFFs. Oh, really? So he sticks around because of that. But now it sounds like Daniel Bryan isn't even going to be sticking around. So yeah, he's made some like some interesting tweets as of late. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's out of there. As I think so. Contract is up. Yeah. I think he's out. He's back. To, he's he's itching to wrestle. He is, and they don't, they're not letting him wrestle. Yeah. So he's I'm been sure. cleared by everybody but the WWE doctors who let Jinder Mahal go out, who's clearly fucking juiced out of his gourd. With steroids and God knows what else, the WWE yeah. doctor clears that guy to wrestle, but doesn't clear Daniel Bryan to wrestle. Oh He's like my. a vegan and totally clean and probably totally fine. 
Yeah. No, it doesn't even make any sense. Jinder Mahal probably has so many freaking chemicals in him. If he died, his body would be preserved without embalming fluid. <laughs> not even kidding you. I love Jinder Mahal. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I love him because I, yeah. he's all juiced up like that and totally psychotic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I mean, seriously, they're not letting Daniel Bryan wrestle. That just doesn't even make any sense. No, not at all. Not at all. So, I know. It was a, it was a big clusterfuck. So, um, you know what? So, fuck you, WWE. I, don't, I can't even believe I sit and watch this shit. <sighs> what we do? We do. We keep coming back, right? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Yeah. <laughs> Man. You are one pathetic loser. We all loser. are. We all sit there and watch it. <laughs> I know. And then I see these goddamn tweets because I watch Twitter during these events. Oh, God, that's right. So funny. All right, well, good good way to segue into the top five. And this is, uh, we'll dedicate this to our newer listener, Mr. Uh, James Seal, who had a suggestion because, like, I've been playing the, the DDP uh, self-high five, you know, because we do the top five. But he had a better suggestion. Um, so yep. here you go, Mr. Seals. Uh, listen to our new little uh, segment intro uh, so we can start it. So I have made the list. You know what? You know what? You just made the list. Guess what? I'm starting a new list. It's a list of stupid idiots. And all of you are on it. You just made the list. All right, Diddy, they're okay. on the fucking list now. All righty, so here's the list. So this is the, the our top five. This this show is the top funny top five funniest tweets from the Money <laughs> oh in the God, Bank okay. match. Okay, so number one <coughs> is Booker on crack! Exclamation mark question mark. Yes, from um, at Storyteller Wes. I'm gonna give the credit. Oh, Mofo's to them. crazy yeah. man. He is. This guy is bananas. I've got yeah. I, I anyway. Um, Number two, watching Renee, Booker T, and Sideshow Bob on the Money in the Bank <laughs> kickoff show from at Dave Kind. Are they referring 76. to not Sam, the yeah. guy? Okay. <laughs> Sideshow Bob. I thought that was super <laughs> oh, fuck. funny. fuck. Okay. All right. Number three, go home, Vince McMahon. You're senile. Yes. From at Turn Heel Fight. <laughs> number four, here's hoping Cowboy Bob Orton's arm has healed up from at Cheap, cheap Heat Tweets. And then finally, last one, which I thought was super funny. This one from Sid Bridge at Sid Bridge Com- Comedy. I think I can't even read my own writing. Triple H, I'd like to return this ladder. Lowe's, what happened? Triple H, dunno, it got broke. <laughs> Lowe's, how? Triple H, um, stuff. Okay, top five tweets. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. Well, there you go. Once again, thank you to uh, James Seals yeah. for that uh, suggestion. So, uh, since we're doing the list, the top five list, why why the fuck not? Besides, I, I love Chris list. Jericho. So. Oh, God. Who doesn't love Chris Jericho? Anyway. I'll be here right back. Steel Cage. Steel Cage Radio. New website located at scrpodcast.com. We are back, and uh, we're talking a little bit of bar wrestling. This is uh, my 
second show with Bar Wrestling. Uh, the shitty thing is, like, the third one, um, the reason Joey Ryan is able to uh, get these great people on the card is because he runs un- unconventional time. So this Thursday. last one was, uh, yeah, the the one that I just attended was on July 4th. Uh, the day we had our house fi- or fire. Yeah, I know. That was, that was nuts. So, uh, and Baldwin Park, you're fucking crazy. You're drunk over there, man. Seriously, I've never seen so much fucking fireworks and so many illegal fireworks. I shit you not. When you call me about that fucking uh, uh, brush fire by our house, I'm driving the fucking road. I was, ta- I was talking to Jimbo this uh, earlier today, and I'm driving, and all I can see is fucking explosions and shit all over. <laughs> Boom. And we're talking, this is not stuff that they buy from TNT fireworks or, you know, one of those uh, 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 fireworks stands. They're buying some illegal shit. Oh, my God. And it was like a fucking war zone. I was like, Jesus I know. Christ. I saw the time-lapse video that somebody put out. Or not even time-lapse. I saw the video that somebody put out of L.A., like the skyline of L.A. on 4th of July. And it was. It was just like explosions going off. It was like you know the bombs bursting in air, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. So it, it it was it was fucking something else. It really is. So, uh, but anyway, uh, this unfortunately the next match or the next uh, show I will not be able to make it. So I'm like kind of bummed out because apparently Tommy Dreamer is booked. It's called ah oh, man. It's favorite. called Bar Wrestling Goes Hardcore. So we already know where this fucking uh, uh, event is going. Uh, but it's, uh, I believe, going to be on August 17th. I could have made it if it wasn't for having my uh, open house at back to school, <laughs> back night. to school night at my middle school where I work as a uh, as a math teacher. So, hey, I got I got I I got responsibilities. I got to say, hey, I got to go. I got to go uh, do wrestling. So huh. that might not go very well. So, nope, nope not at all. So. <clears throat> I'll have to, you know, meet up with Jimbo and kind of give him the, uh, the nine one one or the four one one, the nine one one. Yeah, Jesus, Christ. Jesus, you're I'm... a mess today. Uh, it's late. We were we're recording the podcast pretty late. We don't usually record it this late. So uh, the four one one on how to set things up and whatnot. So unfortunately, the next bar wrestling I will not be attending, but the following one I I will continue. It's been an amazing uh, ride doing it, and it's just. It's just crazy the the, the crowds that uh, Joey Ryan is getting at the old um, uh, lodge there, whatever the um, what the fuck is that place? The American Legion Hall there. I've never seen that place that packed, it, and this is standing, standing only. Up, There's no yeah. chairs, so uh, it's just it's great. the The vibe is cool. Everybody's so fucking mellow. And two, it's just like I don't have that many responsibilities, so I just fucking record help. Record Kevin uh, the commentary. They have didn't have um, uh, Gavin uh, loudspeaker from Chikara this time. It, they had oh god, and it's gonna shit. So uh, Jimbo, if you're listening to this, remind me who his name was. Uh, really nice guy. I guess he does uh, commentary for um, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, if I'm not mistaken, and also does some of the After Buzz TV. Really cool guy. Uh, so. Once again, it was a, it was a it was a fucking blast. So, anyway, just briefly go over this, and then um, I do I am I am playing like the best of bar wrestling. There are some crazy chants, uh, some just just some fucking crazy. This bar wrestling is definitely not uh, a place where you should really be taking kids. It's more like uh, PG thirteen. It's sometimes. Uh, 
uh, pretty rated R. And there's times where it could be technically rated X if you're talking about Joey Ryan's dick. So What? <laughs> did he whip it out? No, he didn't, but oh. he did the whole uh, gimmick with the, you know, wrestling people with his dick, so... Yeah, so we had uh, Taya and Luchasaurus versus the Killer Babes. Very solid match. Uh, had That was a, a really good uh, match altogether. Uh, uh, oh, shit, these names. Kiaku Toro versus Yas- uh, Yoshitatsu. Uh, it was just, this was the straight up comedy. Um, but you could tell. How much people hate Yoshi Yoshitatsu? I was I was actually surprised. Surprised. I'm like, wow, people really do hate him that much. So uh, then the next one was Hot Young uh, Brilli. He's kind of like the comedic uh, uh, relief. He's this big muscle guy, and he's like, I'll challenge anybody, kind of thing. And um, it was funny because I can remember when he was got going off. He, uh, to the crowd, the chant of whiny little bitch starts oh, up. Oh, God, yeah. So then, the, instead, he, he's challenging anybody, and then walks in Shayna. Mm. So, that was a solid fucking match. Uh, and then, the best part is, I haven't seen P.P. Ray. I saw Peter Avalon uh, in the last two, or the, the first uh, bar wrestling, but I haven't seen Rosa. I yeah, ran into time, him, and I like... Uh, I was like, I hugged the guy, man. It's like, I haven't seen him for over a, a year and maybe almost a year and a half. Wow. It's just like, oh, my God, I haven't seen you. So it was good to talk. Uh, it was fun talking and reminiscing of things. Uh, but anyway, it was cool to see uh, P.P. Ray versus Cody Rhodes and Joey Ryan. Oh, that's Oh, awesome. my God. That was a, such a fucking fun match. Uh, the chants were great. I mean, and that's when we said there was a lot of uh, Joey Ryan's uh, dick maneuvers uh, in there. So... <laughs> Like I said, it's definitely not a uh, a kid friendly show, but yet again, there were some kids there, so I don't know, His man. Parents are crazy. Yes, they are, especially with kids, younger kids in a crowd where they were pretty much drunk. I was telling Jimbo, hopefully he doesn't mind me telling the story, but he's on the corner because like there's standing room only, so he has to be by one of the ring posts and try to squeeze in. But then people are like trying to jockey for position in there, <laughs> and then they're fucking. So shit faced because I mean bar wrestling they encourage the drinking because they want the crowd to be all fucked up and uh, drunk and they you know you could tell they really get into it even more uh, but it's like hell for poor Jimbo having to deal with these drunken fools over there so, uh, so the next match was Brian Cage was Kevin Cross uh, originally they had Ray Phoenix to uh, schedule but he had to cancel this Kevin Cross guy. Fucking amazing wrestler from New, uh, not New York, sorry, uh, Las Vegas, and he already won me over with his uh, entrance music. I mean, he like hardcore uh, music, and I was like, holy shit, who the fuck is this guy? So very impressive uh, uh, display of uh, uh, sportsmanship uh, by Kevin uh, Cross. Uh, definitely, I hope they bring him back. It was uh, definitely. Uh, definitely cool to see him go toe to toe with Brian Cage, but Brian Cage ended up winning that match. And then the last match, oh my god, this was this was this was this was um, <sighs> oh my, oh my, yeah, it's one of those matches where you're watching this, and you're like oh my, and Jesus, and then at one point it's like you're screaming Jesus. I'm like I cannot believe they're doing this, 
Okay, so we have Rocky Romero and Super Panda versus Willie Mac and the Boom Bounty Hunter. So basically, John Morrison. He's really working that gimmick, the John, you know, Johnny Mundo. He's working that mm-hmm. boon to push that uh, DVD, and it should really belong in Soul Restroom Cinema. I mean, we should watch it and try to review it here on our podcast because I'll probably never see the light of day at uh, Soul Restroom since, since you're the you're the chosen one over there. All <laughs> I love I love Honor Night, but it's, it's you know he chooses her to go review. I think he just likes to work Avenger, with, with, with an Avengers film, Avengers: The Age of Ultron. I'm like the <laughs> ultra comic book geek, and our friend chooses Dee Dee, who doesn't really follow comic books. The only reason she watches is because sometimes I'm watching it on TV. Well, let's just admit who the better personality is of the two of us, oh. and then we'll just go from there. Oh, we're who's going. The, who's the funnier one? Oh, is that right? Oh, who's the smarter one? That's <laughs> <laughs> fucking annoying. <laughs> all right, whatever. Anyway, whatevs, whatevs, whatevs. Laugh, you can at, do. laugh all you want because I'm the one who gets chosen to be on the show. <laughs> who's Captain Marvel? I have That's no idea. That's what I thought. Thank you. I never said I knew any of this. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway. Said I'm funnier than you. Funny. <sighs> I'm hilarious. That was really cool, bro. No, that was not very cool, bro. Anyway. <laughs> Shit. So the last match, it's it was just insanity. It's the only thing I can I, I, I can say about this match. At one point, Super Panda pulls out this baggie, you know. Of white uh, dust out of his crotch, okay? <laughs> and he goes to you. He grabs a handful to do blind. I believe he was trying to either blind Willie Mac. I can't remember. He misses, and then he hits uh, Knox with it. Okay, right. they're assuming it's cocaine. Then <laughs> Knox goes totally ape shit. Like he was all jacked up, jacked on, up cocaine. on cocaine. And started going off and beating up on everybody. <laughs> I just couldn't stop fucking laughing. That was the craziest. Now, granted, it is not the most PC thing. And it's probably, you know, it's not that they condone drug use. But it was a funny segment. There, I was like, whoever thought of this, like, let's throw some stuff at Knox and let him go fucking ape shit. That's funny. And he did. And then, but the thing is, the whole cocaine use did not did not just stop there. Okay. So while they're wrestling, then Rocky Romero would then just purposely go onto the mat to sniff some of the, uh, which was, you could smell, it was baby powder. You could sniff it so that he would get jacked up and then go on this crazy, uh, you know, cocaine, crazy. Fueled-like rampage. Oh, God, here it is. It's up here. Shit. I didn't realize someone already posted it. Hold on. Super kicking everybody. <laughs> the crowd is like, <laughs> so he rips his whole shirt off. <laughs> That's funny. Like he's so jacked up. <gasps> oh my god, he did over the top rope. Wow. 
That's pretty funny. Yeah. So. I love that he rips his whole shirt off and everything. <laughs> Hysterical. Oh, he's not bad. He's got some moves there. No, well, he's, he's had a lot like of practice. Yeah. He has some practice from PWG. Yeah. He does his spots. Uh, not only PWG, also AWS. He's done that before. So. Yeah, he's got some moves uh, there. Not bad. <laughs> so once again, an amazing, fun time at That's Bar nice. Wrestling. So once again, thank you, Jimbo, for getting me involved with Bar Wrestling. I, I've, you know... It's uh, kind of restoring my my love for pro wrestling, like doing video recording. It's been fucking badass. I was going to do AOW out of this. Uh, let's see. They were doing another show at, um, shit, where the, was it? Uh, 29 Palms. And I was going to work that show. But then uh, Dominic and it gave me a, a courtesy call. He says, oh, I hate to tell you this, but uh, a certain person is going to be there. It was kind of a last-minute booking because we needed somebody who uh, canceled on us. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Well, eventually, you know, I'll eventually work my first AOW show. So, But anyway, um, like I said, an amazing time at Bar Wrestling. I'm just so bummed that I can't make the next show. But anyway, th- thank you once again, uh, Jimbo, for uh, hooking me up with Bar Wrestling. Like I said, I'm kind of bummed that I won't be able to make the next show, but I will be on the following show. I will be helping Jimbo uh, work out the logistics because uh, he's going to have to do a kind of a one-man show uh, on that day. But I got I, I got obligations. I got a real job I have to go to. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, so two more segments we got to go, and uh, we'll be right back. Follow Steel Cage Radio on social media. On Twitter, Steel Cage Radio. On Instagram, Steel Cage Radio. On Facebook, SER Podcast. back and uh next thing i want to talk about real quick here is uh things have gotten become so polarized as of late you know you make comment about this you're you're yelling people yell at you as being either a libtard or a snowflake or you're a fucking trumpanzine and whatnot uh just shit gets kind of crazy uh especially with this whole meme thing that has been happening uh it's like okay so We've all seen it. Donald Trump, and I apologize. Unfortunately, it's getting into the world of pro wrestling because the motherfucker was a part of WWE at one point. Uh, you know, he must have blown Vince McMahon to get that gig. Not even. They're probably like golfing buddies or probably. something. Honest to God. They're both That's fake news, Didi. 
Vince McMahon is my bitch. Fuck you, asshole. You're my bitch. <laughs> yes, oh. that's probably what they fight over. Yeah, probably. Who knows? But anyway, so th- there's uh, all these memes coming out, and like, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Like, I've never seen it like this bad. Friendships are being broken. Uh, families are being tired. And I know this firsthand. I pr- basically sent two people to you know to go fuck themselves uh, over shit like this. Uh, but anyway, there's a lot of heat, and especially it, it, during this point, it's like people, it seems like uh, there's a lot of people that are saying that they are, have taken the red pill, and we see clearly now that we're <laughs> taking the red pill, you just need to learn how to take the red pill, god damn it, and, uh, okay, you know... Heavens. You know, and to suck a you know Donald Trump's a dick, and you know, just take the red pill. It's 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 all the media's fake. You're fake. You lived our blah. So a wrestler is capitalizing on this. Oh, Apparently, geez. he's called himself the uh, progressive liberal, and he wrestles in some like uh, fucking uh, promotion in the South. So oh uh, Jesus, so he's the bad guy. He is the heel. <laughs> but the funny thing is. I thought he was just some guy who was playing this, but he is technically really is a liberal, someone who is progressive, and uh, he's it's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, so and in the South, he's a heel. He's a fucking heel. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to talk about I this a little it. bit. All so right, let me, let me, see let me play game. a little bit of C. Uh, well, let me see his entrance. Like, how does he come out? Let me see if we get it right here first. This is uh, this video's uh. uh Oh, from Vice. And I'll post all this stuff. And anything we talk that is on our podcast, I'll be posting the videos. But here we go. Real estate agent Dan Harnsberger has moonlighted as wrestling villain, the progressive liberal Daniel Richards, since late 2015. Get up, Fox News, maggot! Mostly in small towns in western Kentucky and East Tennessee. I asked him to give me a lesson on wrestling and politics. Okay. Tuck in my chin, and then I'm going to take a bump. All right. Oh, I just noticed that he must train at the, uh, the school of uh, uh, Morton. So Morton? Uh, yes, Ricky Morton. Oh, Ricky Morton has mm-hmm. a school. Okay, cool. Bridge of the shoulders. The progressive liberal persona is the product of the very real friendship between Dan and his mentor, Bo James, and their real antagonism over politics and Appalachian culture. Oh, shit, Bo! Okay, okay, my fucking knee! It's a struggle between my beliefs his belief. Dan is seen as an outsider coming into these mountains trying to tell us how to live. He's no character. He's no gimmick. It's him. It's not just the politics. It's the hypocrisy of the right that I can't stand. So your politics informs your style of performance? I think the people's narrow-minded view gives me a platform to troll them. You tell the people, I'm going to punch him right in the mouth. What does he punch his own hand? And so when you're driving with him and you're thinking like, oh my God, I'm so mad right now, are you also kind of thinking like, I can use that later? Yeah, every bit of it. Is there like a specific time you remember? going to Leatherwood, Kentucky when he started about clean energy and I pulled the car over and I said, get away from me right now. We need to stay away from each other for a few minutes. The progressive liberal is a heel, a bad guy wrestler who usually loses to the good guy. What are you going to do, four eyes? Which raises an obvious question. Why would someone put himself forward as a symbol of liberal values knowing his job is to get his ass kicked every night? Guys who care about winning and losing over entertaining a crowd 
don't belong in this business. There has to be a payoff to the story. Poor you thing. just call she her out of rifle, she's got to whoop you. What's the rules? After our late-night wrestling school, Dan and Bo drove three hours to Campton, Kentucky. There, Dan fought his Trump-supporting foe, Kyle Maggard. I don't care about Dan's political view. It, it's the smug arrogance he has when he, when he thinks he's better than people from Eastern Kentucky. There's no money here. And I personally, I'm not a big fan of coal, but that's what we have. <laughs> I am a Trump supporter only because I am the middle class. Who better yeah. to hate then the liberal. Oh God, he's got a t-shirt covered with Hillary Clinton's face. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. Oh, I love this guy already. I love it. He's wearing a t-shirt covered with Hillary Clinton's face. <laughs> this is awesome. One way I rub the audience the wrong way, it's like, if you're a liberal, it's almost like a synonym for gay. I don't care, um, and so therefore I also don't care if they think I'm gay. And actually, because they think it anyways, I just egg it on. Fucking trolls up flamboyance, you know. And like so pretending he's I gay. like pressing that button. Jesus, that's awesome. Wrestling has a long history of using politics to create bad guys: the Iron Sheik, the Russian Bear. Tojo Yamamoto. Notice they have one thing in common. They're foreigners. But now with Dan, the enemy comes from inside America. And Donald Trump plays that up too. But when I see him tweet, when I see him say something, I know he's doing the same thing that we're doing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's to rile people up. Oh, he's so good at reading the crowd. Yeah. He knows his audience. Do you think politics is becoming more like professional wrestling? The whole world is, Pro, because it, it, it's used to make money. You know, wrestling's the only people stupid enough to tell them it was predetermined. Oh, God, that's awesome. I love it. So, anyway. My new favorite wrestler. I love him already, so. <laughs> I love that he comes out with a shirt covered with pictures of Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah. Gotta make people just rile up. Oh, my Sometimes God. Everybody's trying to kill him. Well, you know, coming working in Kentucky, I'm sure there there's, you know, issues over there. Oh, God. You know, so, oh, my God. So, yeah. That's you, pretty funny. It is. You it. know what? Fuck it. You know, he's... He Work has, with what you got. He has balls to do it there, man. I was like, uh, absolutely. You know, you hear these stories, you know, where it's all real to me, damn it. You know, they're oh, gonna think, you know. But the up. thing is, the guy really does think that way. It's like, wow, you buffoons. <laughs> yeah, it's like a troll. That's awesome. We're just I love the, it. you know, we're just the elite, the elite, the the elite. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there we go. There you go. So anyway, that's pretty funny. I love it. It is. It, it, I thought it was pretty funny. So anyway, that's I great. will. Go, we're going to be wrapping things up. But here we haven't done one in a while. Unnecessary uh, censorship uh, for this podcast, and uh, we'll be wrapping things up. After what I did to Enzo last night, I couldn't feel any better. It doesn't matter if you saw it or, or if you didn't. I'm, I'm going to refresh your memory. So can we can we get some of those still shots up on the board there? 
there's me. Five years of frustration on Enzo Amore right there in the corner of the ring. There's me. Like a bag of trash. How fitting. And just when you thought there might be a glimpse of hope for Enzo, just when you thought he might be able to come, there's the nail in the coffin. The right in the face. And that picture right there says it all. Me over Enzo Amore, just as I have always been over him. And right there, he is locked. This is a, a WWE.com uh, exclusive after a, a valiant and courageous effort by Enzo Amore last night. Let's but, uh, call it what it was, Cole. It was a f***ing at the hands of his old best friend, Big Cass. Uh, Enzo take, can barely walk. Taking Enzo Amore to the trainer's room where he'd be uh, looked over by WWE medical personnel after the beatdown for Big Cass. We'll be seeing Enzo tonight. I'm going to have fun, and you're going to have fun. We're all gonna have so much fucking fun when we need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. You'll be whistling symphony doodah out of your asshole. Praise Steel Cage Radio. This is the sexiest of the sexy, Chris Evans, and you're listening to Steel Cage Radio. Bitch! It felt good to do another unnecessary censorship. They're kind of a pain in the ass to uh, uh, edit, but yeah, why not? I haven't done it since we were kind of we had news and good, the bad, the ugly for this week, but it was kind of dated. So uh, we will be. I'll have good news and good, bad, and ugly for the next show. Yeah, so we're going to be recording another podcast probably in the next day or two. So uh, since we're going to be getting ready to go to Florida soon, uh, we you know I'll make sure that there's two podcasts being released to the. Uh, the, this particular podcast would be available this coming Thursday, and then the following Thursday would be the second episode. So uh, cool. just check that out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know what? I'll do the plugs for the uh, the upcoming pro wrestling events here coming in Southern California because there's quite a bit coming up. Cool. Uh, I know uh, PCW has a big event happening, and I definitely want to spend some time talking about the card because it looks absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, AWS has also a decent show coming up. So a lot of stuff I want to plug, but I'm getting tired. I want to uh, finish things up here. So anyway, follow our friends at Soul Restroom Cinema. Uh, go to yeah, S- so you Signals. Can hear me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Me, me, my new episode is out. And I'm phenomenal in it. So just listen to it. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. I'm hilarious, like usual. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious, huh? <laughs> I'm super duper on it. <laughs> oh my god, wow. <laughs> All right, so once Who again, gets asked back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm doing my own thing over here, so thank you very much. <laughs> A loser. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's fucking annoying. Uh, I could do that all day. Anyway, so once again, just uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, we now have 
fucking glorious Facebook finally blessed me and gave me my website. So <laughs> Facebook.com <laughs> slash SER Podcast. We're on Twitter at SER Podcast. Uh, I know we had uh, our website is SERPodcast.com. As far as our archive, I got to check because there's uh, rumors that SoundCloud is going under. So I might have to start backing up some of our old podcasts. You better. I don't want to lose any of those episodes. No, I have them. I have them on this computer, but I have them. I had posted them up for people to listen. uh, Yeah, because some of that stuff is really funny. Old archive shit. So anyway, uh, let's see here. Anything else I want to plug? No, I'm getting tired. Uh, Let's see here. What do I want to end the show with? You know, I want to end the show with Brian Cage's theme song. And, uh, yeah, let's wrap shit up. Anyway, uh, go support indie wrestling. Don't be such a filthy mark. A sweaty mark. A sweaty mark. Don't be such a sweaty mark. (laughs) And we're fucking out. Bye. Bye.